chest about mentee mentors and I talked about my own three mentors uh, in those days when I was just a meager uh, $400 million man um, the um, although it was still a formidable um, example that I gave uh, it's not as powerful as the current 20 years later 50 billion plus dollars that I've helped guys like you on this YouTube create uh, in equity and value. There's no comparison. It just works. Singers, actors, uh, Olympic athletes, we normally 
think of mentors and coaches with athletics. I mean, uh, athle uh, some of the super, um, uh, what do you call it, tennis players are change uh, coaches quite often. Uh, and, um, and some keep their coaches throughout their career. Um, Jack Nicholas, I believe, uh, had the same golf coach his entire career. From when his dad coached him, and then he had a coach, and then until they passed away, he passed away. Uh, so some people keep their coaches, and they never outgrow them. Some people outgrow them. I had three mentors. I had one for getting my head screwed on straight, which was Jim Newman, uh, who was the author of Release Your Breaks. And he invented, initiated, came up with well, whatever phrase you want to use, the, the terminology um, uh, comfort zone. And of course now comfort zone is, is understood and utilized in just about all personal development and success coaching. My uh, general business mentor was Costa Grazos, who was the uh, right-hand man for 60-plus years of Aristotle Onassis. And when I met him, he was the CEO of the Onassis uh, uh, Shipping Group, and he was the head of the Onassis Trust when <coughs> Onassis passed away. And he ran Onassis, uh, Christine Onassis uh, assets uh, that were mostly in that trust. And uh, my third mentor was Jerry Orman, who was uh, the founder of a company called Orman Industries. It was one of the fastest growing companies in America in the 60s, 70s, and early 80s in the energy business, and he was my uh, energy oil mentor. Uh, one lived in New York, Costa Grazos. One lived in Dallas, Texas, Jerry Orman, and Jim Newman lived in Los Angeles, or outside Los Angeles. Uh, would I be here without them? Possibly. Uh, but the main point is that uh, I utilize them, and I utilize their, their nurturing. And I'm, I, I, unlike some of the people on the YouTube, and some of the people in this room, I didn't need a lot of nurturing. Um, I was the kind of guy that told me what to do, and then I just fucking did it. You know, and um, the um, not everybody's like that, and so there's there's different levels of learning. As long as we're learning and we're making progress, that's all that's important. But as I've told a couple of the young guys in the room that are 22 and 18 years old. Uh, and another one that's about 31, who I've known uh, since he was uh, in his middle 20s. Um, unlike what people tell them, you've got plenty of time, you're young. But that's horseshit. You don't have fucking plenty of time. Pretty soon you'll be an old fucking hag at 40, 45, 50. You know, the muscles you had will be sagging. If you had tits, they'll be down to your belly. If you had an ass, it'll be down to the back of your knees. So my advice, strong advice, is that hurry up no matter how young you are. For those of you that aren't that young, like three people in this room, uh, it's not that life has passed you by because it's never too late. Uh, and the, uh, I didn't really get rolling uh, until I was in my 30s, uh, although I had achieved a lot of success by the time I was in my early 30s by certain standards. Uh, I really didn't get rolling until I was in my middle and late 30s. And then uh, the rest is history. Now, what happens the next 20 years assuming I'm coaching another 20 years, which I know some of you will think that he'll be almost 90 by then. Um, don't be surprised if I'm still not coaching uh, when I'm almost 90, because if I feel that, if I feel anywhere near this good then, as I do now, I might be coaching until I'm 100. Um, so, but now, with a mentor and, 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 and understanding you want somebody that has been there, done that. You want somebody like 
uh, Jack and, and, and Mark and, and, and Matt and, and uh, Robert, uh, both Roberts, have, have asked me questions. I don't have to think about it. I, it's not like, let me see, let me do the sums here. Uh, let me uh, do a spreadsheet. Uh, I, I know the answer almost instantaneously. And that's what you want from your dream team. And that's for sure you want with your mentor and from your mentor, who sometimes will be your anchor chairman, sometimes he won't. Sometimes you'll just, you know, in your cases, I'm going to mentor you the next year. Some of you I'll do stuff with, some of you I won't. Uh, some of you will wait a year to ask me to do something with you. Some of you will wait three years to ask me to do something with you. But the, the important point is I'm here for the next year, and it's free. So as Jay Abraham, if he's watching this, Jay, if it's free, it's for me. And Jay taught me many years ago. So for the next year, I mean, uh, you're a fool not to utilize the talents that I have. Uh, but we've had other fools come through this program, so it doesn't mean you will, okay? But uh, most of the kids, uh, and again, I call you all kids because to me you are kids. Um, but I don't have to think about it. I don't, you know, I just, I know the answers. And because I've been in a broad spectrum from A to Z, A to Z, in a lot of industries, and I have a, gen a general knowledge of the internet, uh, in internet marketing, um, although that's not my forte. Transactions and doing, buying companies is really my forte. Uh, going through acquisition is really my forte. You know, uh, is uh, I, I know a lot, and so in recent years, we've had a lot of internet kids. We've got a lot. And for some reason, they all seem to sit in the back row, except for this one who sits here all the time. But we have a lot of them sit in the back row. I don't know if they do that because um, that's where our name tags were. Yeah. No, no, but that's what, no, is that, did we put you there? Yeah, yeah. I it too. Okay, well, and I think it's because, you know, Jesse James got shot in the back playing poker, so we put you all your backs up against the wall so you don't get shot in the back. Some some disgruntled <laughs> internet client coming to shoot John Carlo with you in the back. Uh, the, um, so we, I, I have that knowledge, but when you when you when you, when, when, you, when you take the mentor information that you've gotten, um, you then perception is reality. And the next building block of the um, of the QLA methodology is perception. And perception meaning you're perceived to be more successful than you are now. And I tease the kids and I say, well, that's not too difficult because you're not too successful. So it's pretty easy to be perceived as more successful as you are now. And part of this perception is how you dress, how you talk, how you, you, know, how you act, how you interface with others. Um, and the, it's all important. And, um, and I know that uh, the younger generation has uh, uh, some problems uh, with, with some of the things I'm going to say. But all I can tell you is it works. And we have, we have a lot of people that have started out young. Now, perception, when you look at that picture, or that's overhead, it shows three men in the bottom picture that are young and three men that are old. They happen to be the same three men. Three men on the bottom row are the two guys, my best buddies, that we volunteered to go in the Army together in 1966 on the buddy plan, they used to call it in the Army. There's no such a fucking thing as the buddy plan, and I should sue the United States Army, because we all went to three different places. But ostensibly, we were supposed to go to the same post, go to the boot camp, not the boot camp, that bullshit that you went to, a marketing boot camp. I mean, a real boot camp where they fucking beat you. 
Okay, we didn't go. Okay, I went overseas. Walt, the guy next to the soldier uh, on the right, went to Texas. The guy in the middle next to me uh, went to Chicago, Illinois, and I and I went overseas. Okay, the three pictures on the top are the same three guys. The bottom picture was taken in 1966, before we were inducted into the United States Army. We volunteered. We volunteered for the draft. Walt is now on the left-hand side. He's a retired, very successful contractor, environmental contractor. The guy in the middle, Howard, is um, a uh, successful casino exec, uh, uh, gaming executive that served time, not served time like in jail, but did in uh, New Jersey, Atlantic City, uh, and in Vegas. And then uh, myself on the right, okay. I, I was gonna put this, uh, and there's a picture, you can see the American flag in the background. I was going to give this to recruitment of the United States Army and let them use it as a recruitment advertisement. Um, except that somebody asked me, does the buddy plan still exist? And supposedly it still exists. I'd have to say it's a lie. It's a fact. <coughs> okay. Which one, which one of the three below are you? Mm -hmm. In 66? This one. Okay. That's me. Okay. That's me. This is Howard. That's Howard. That's Walt. That's Walt. Walt is German. He's from uh, Old East Germany. His father was a tank commander, Rommel or something. Uh, and uh, Howard, um, the, uh, but we're all basically poor. We're all basically poor. And, uh, but we knew, we've known each other since we're 10, 11, 12 years old, okay? So that's 19, uh, 2013 at, at our 50 year high school reunion. And, um, but perception is reality. Now, if you saw the, only the bottom picture, you'd have one thought. I'm not sure what you'd think because they, it just looks like an old picture next to a soldier, a soldier that was carrying a bomb, and those bombs is what they used to drop on people uh, in Vietnam and Cambodia, etc. The top picture just looks like three old guys, you know, you know, maybe at a reunion, at a wedding, whatever. But perception is reality. Now, that's a picture that not many people see. That's the queen getting trigger time. Is that, <laughs> is that real? That's a real picture, yeah. Yeah, from, the, from uh, 20, 30 years ago. She was young then, the queen. Okay, now not many people see that picture, have seen that picture. It's not, it wouldn't be considered politically correct today, would it? The queen of England, now she's not gunning anybody out that I know of. Okay, <laughs> uh, and, and the queen has been a bit influenced since I met her two or three times, but perception is reality, and believe me, contrary to what everybody says, the, you only have one time, and listen up, YouTubers, you only have one time to first make a first goddamn first impression. One time. That's why I disagree with the, the ex-convict bum that told you that shit, okay? Thief crook. He'd be up there, okay? Now, I look like this. I've not always looked like this. I wasn't born like this, like my kids say. But I look like this. And I've looked like this a long, long time. So when I go to the barrio, I don't fit in. Okay? When I'm around other public uh, personal development coaches, success coaches, they don't look like me. But you only have one time to make his first impression. When I used to go to the Bank of England, the Church of England, or the Vatican to get money, I wasn't robbing him. I was giving him a presentation. I looked like this. I look successful. 
I was successful, but I wasn't as successful as they perceived me to be when I first went. I wasn't as successful as they thought it was. And the thing about the QLA, and when you have a dream team, and when you have an anchor chairman that's a high-profile person, super successful, they think you're more successful than you are. That's the game. And it's not a ruse. And it's not like uh, Edie over here sucking them into the vortex to throw them down a pit, a fire pit or something. It's, you want, you know, it's, it's, it's not a lie, but it's, you want to put your best foot forward. It's like when you go out on a date. Most people, I, don't, I can't speak about now, but you used to want to look your best when you went out on a date. When you go to a wedding or you go even to a funeral, you want to look your best. That's all this is. That's all my uniform is. Of course, now it's part of my life. Now, in Asia, it's so bloody hot, I don't give any opportunities to dress like this. But if it's a big meeting, I do dress like this. You know, the only thing that sometimes if I want to dress down, you know how you talk about dress down? Sometimes I don't wear my watch. If I want to dress down. Now, in, in, in a tailor-made suit, when you see buttons like this, and you see the buttons undone, it's not because the guy lost his button. It's because he wants to say, fuck you, you cunt. These are bespoke clothes. And when you have two buttons unbuttoned, that means double fuck you. So when you see people with buttons that are unbuttoned, it's not because they lost the buttons. It's because, like some of you would. Now, we've had people show up here where there's a new suit, and so there's a stitch here. You know how the, you get a new suit and the, 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 the tails are stitched together? We've had people show up here, people you know, that has Ralph Lauren. You know how the label's on here on the outside? They don't take the fucking label off because they think the label belongs there. <laughs> now give me a fucking break. Now can you imagine you're walking into a bank, financial institution, and you got Ralph Lauren label on here, and as you walk out, you got your pants, your things stitched. We've had people show up. You know how when you when you make a tailor-made suit, sometimes they still have stitches in the in the lapels. They think that that's the style of the suit. They don't take the stitches out. Perception is reality. So, and you only have one time to make a first impression, one time, and then everything works from there. The next thing after they look at you, what you look like, is what comes out of your big mouth. In some cases, we get some bigger mouths in here than others. That's okay, I got a big mouth. Nothing wrong with that, Mark. Your, your mouth, you're quiet compared to me, what I was when I was a kid. There's nothing wrong with it. And there's a bunch of people on this, you know, but we're at one end of the continuum. Most of the people are at another end of the continuum. But I like this picture, you know, of the queen. Okay? One of the great ruses of all time, perception is reality, is in God we trust. Where do we see that? Currency. United States currency. What does God have to do with currency? Perception is reality. When we first made dollar bills and whatever the currency was in the United States, we wanted people to feel comfortable with it. Okay? Another perception, kids don't lack capacity, they only lack teachers. That's why I'm a believer in kids and, and, and giving them big responsibility. But kids step on their dick, and you gotta realize that. 
If you don't make the time to work on creating the life you want, you're eventually going to be forced to spend a lot of time dealing with a life you don't want. Perception is reality. Now, when you see that, what do you think of? Scumbag. Scumbag. He could be a, you know, a bebop, fuck the hoe in the ass, a rock star making $60 million a year, right? But you think scumbag. We probably got some people watching this to look like that. When you look at this picture, what do you think? That's Oko Oko or whatever her name was, and John Lennon at the uh, Hilton in Amsterdam, the uh, suite, the honeymoon suite, which I used to stay in in Amsterdam. What do you think of? Makes me think of Woodstock. The bitch that break the Beatles. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and when you see that picture, as opposed to that picture, what do you think of? Professional, high profile, and he's going to take the money from you. That's what I see when I look at that picture. But I'm not the only one that looks like this. And there's a theme here. They all look alike. It's Klausy. Why do they all look alike? When you look at a prime minister or you look like a president of a country, they're all wearing, roughly speaking, Dark suit, white shirt, conservative tie, normally not a vest, or normally Bellasconi wears double-breasted, you know, uh, you know, suits and stuff. But other than him, there's a reason why. You want to look presidential. You want them to think you're presidential. And you want to talk presidential. And now when you see this. <laughs> What do you think? We know what we think, don't we? He looks broke. Okay. He's up there. But then I change his image a little. Not from that. He's no more a fucking gold, black belt, whatever than I am. When you look at these big houses I showed you, what do you think? You think success. Success. Then he changes image and he starts getting pictures in front of my house. There's a lot of guys on the internet that got this picture here with the Bentley, the uh, Aston Martin in front of the castle. But they don't say, well, this was my mentor's castle, <laughs> cars. They don't say that we went there for a seminar. Okay, they lead people to believe. I, there's a guy up there that used to uh, be on this Ferrari. Uh, with his Speedo underwear, uh, sitting like this on his Ferrari, on the hood of his Ferrari with his crotch like this. Uh, and uh, the, the, he was hoping people would focus on the Ferrari part. Uh, perception is reality. And, and the biggest thing that, 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 I, that I, I have trouble teaching, especially the kids, uh, is that perception is reality. And you only have one time to make first impression. Only one. Perception when you see cars like this is quite different, okay? Most people try, but the QLA succeed. And you're walking out of here in a few days with the idea of a lot of great guys and gals that have come before you that have been very successful wearing the banner of QLA. Uh, and. Uh, I can't emphasize how much perception and reality perception works, and I can't I can't emphasize I can't say it too strongly 
how much the dream team and the, and the, and the anchor mentor uh, work. They, they, they just do because instantaneously they're giving you instant credibility because those three, four, five, or six people are, 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 are giving you approval of your idea, you as a person, uh, your honesty, your integrity. When Bob Dyke, the father of the North Sea, said that, you know, he's got a great deal of integrity. When Costa Grazzo said that I'm one of, I was one of the shoes to come along in a long time, that all means something, okay? As opposed to saying, hey, can you do me a solid, dude? Hey, bro. You have no idea what that sounds like to a mature male or female. You have no fucking idea how degrading that sounds when you talk that way. None. You can't, you, you can't even fathom in your wildest fucking imagination. You want to do me a solid, bro? What the fuck does that mean? Are you a fucking idiot? I can guarantee you one fucking thing. You go into Citicorp or HSBC or J.P. Morgan and you say, Hey, man, dress like, you want to do me a solid, bro? They'll be having security usher you out. That I can guarantee. The world hasn't changed that much. Am I saying it right? Doing a, doing me a solid, bro? Yeah. No? I'm no. switching out. <laughs> <laughs> I have some of the young kids. and the, uh, Of course, this young kid I've known a long time. Okay. Success is a journey, not a destination. Now, we're going to talk about, we're going to let the YouTubers go. Um, we'll see you tonight. Uh, and uh, the um, thank you, your time.